The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of hope. Messages of hope. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the first show of 2022. Even if you're watching in the archives, this is timeless material we're talking about. But the first Thursday of the month is always Ask Suzanne and Sanaya Day. Sanaya being my team of guides who are right here. I can feel them. I sense them. They've already given me some answers to questions that I asked them. And any questions that callers ask today will go to them, even if I think I know the answer, because we're always going to get better answers when we go to spirit. So if you have a question that will apply to everybody who calls in, that's what we're looking for, not private readings, but something you've wondered about that that everybody would be interested in. The number to call is 816-251-3555. And we're recording this not only in audio, but video, and I'll post that to my YouTube channel later. So if you happen to be catching this by audio, you can go look it up on my YouTube channel, along with almost 200 other videos that seem to be helping a lot of people. So I hope they help you too. So as we do every time I do this kind of Q&A show, I will be writing the names of the callers down on a little strip of paper. And at the end, one of the people who came onto the show today will win one of my online courses, your choice of uh, the three that are particularly mine there. I have quite a few online courses, some of them done in conjunction with the Shift Network. But this drawing only applies to my courses, your emergent soul, let your spirit soar or making the connection. So the person who's been waiting the longest before they were screened, we only saw on my engineering board here, the town. And that would be a little town in Wyoming where I have been. And I said to Jeff, the engineer, I know who that is. That's got to be Darcy, who Ty and I visited in Wyoming this past summer because uh, she's been following my work. And uh, let me not waste any more time. Let's just call in Darcy and see what she has to say. Hey, Darcy, how are you doing? Good, Suzanne. How are you? 
Outstanding. Great to hear your voice. Yeah, it's uh, very cold and snowy here. But um, I have a question that's personal to me, but I think um, other people would find it interesting. Sure. So it's about how our life path, how much control we have over our life path. And for example, in my life, I always wanted to be in a good romantic relationship. And I remember even as a little girl, like that was always what I always wanted was a boyfriend or someone to love me, you know, and it's just never worked out. And I'm 45 now, and I know that at one point I was in a bad place with an addiction and low vibration, but I've been single and sober, and I think high vibration for six years now and in a good place. And I've tried waiting for God to bring me the right person and being proactive and trying and vision boards and a done deal box. And it just doesn't seem to work. So I'm wondering, my question is... um, do like maybe my soul chose to be single in this carnation and learn a lesson and is our life path set in stone and can we change that at all? It's a great question. And I just want to uh, elucidate everybody else here. When you said you even have a done deal box right here on my desk, I have my done deal box and it's where you put your dreams, your goals, your desires, on a piece of paper in there and you put the lid on and you consider that a done deal. We had a guest on the show who taught that to us and it's, it, it, it worked so well for me. I had to get a new box and replace it because I achieved that goal. But in answer to your question, Darcy, certain things are predestined in this life. So we understand from spirit and yet we have free will And so choices that we make are the wild card. That's what's going to change things. However, you are using about every tool in the toolbox that I'm aware of for manifesting that. I didn't want to say you're doing everything right, because honestly, you can't do anything wrong when it comes to manifesting as far as the soul's evolution. The soul just loves to dive in and experience life in all its fullness. So you have, you've done a good job of that through your choices. And what really feels right to me right now is that you're really coming into your own. I know you have two beautiful twin boys who are six. I got to meet them briefly while we visited you. And your focus has been really on them Prior to that, on getting your act together, you've done that beautifully. And I know that you would say that you're pretty grateful that until now, you haven't brought another man into your life because you would have attracted a similar vibration to where you were making choices that weren't quite so aligned with spirit. So I would say keep doing what you're doing, but without any sense of why isn't it working or sense of desperation. That's a heavy word. And I don't feel desperation with you, but I I can't come up with a lesser word right now. Neediness. That's it. Thank you, team. (laughs) I would say just trust the process. And it's interesting that in my morning meditations recently, process was given to me as another name for the underlying intelligence, God, that is part of all of us. It is a dynamic process. So please just keep radiating that love that you're doing such a good job at doing, the positivity, the service to others that you do through the work you're doing now, and trust that you are being guided to just the right person for you. So 
ask to be shown the nudges that may involve online dating. You know, you'll know if your guides say to start looking outside the the areas you normally would if if possibilities are limited where you live, let's say. But really the biggest word that the guides are showing me a great big T right now, trust, 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 and keep doing what you're doing. I do not see you alone for the rest of your life. That's a nice okay. thing to hear. Um, sometimes people come in to this world and they meet their, their soulmate when they're in elementary school and they spend their whole life with them. And that's predetermined, isn't it? Or predestined maybe? Soulmates are, but we don't only have one soulmate. Yeah, and that's that's a misconception. So if yeah. someone has loved someone dearly, they knew they were their soulmate and they passed to the other side, they will always be soulmates. But souls are limitless. Love is limitless. And so we never know what lies ahead. So to give up hope from the human point of view is limiting. And everyone listening is a limitless being. So never give up hope. OK, thank okay. you, Suzanne. All right. Thanks for calling, Darcy. Really okay. great to hear from you. Don't have to, you don't have to put my name in the thing. I already have all your courses. <laughs> you already have all my cards. Okay. We will just tear yeah. that one up. <laughs> Thank you okay. so much. Thanks. Very generous. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Now, let me see. I have a very little engineer's board here. So we're going to call in our next caller. And that is Denise. Welcome to the show. As I put your name on a little form here. Perfect. Beautiful. Happy New Year, Suzanne. Oh, thank you. Um, it is already. I hope it is for everybody listening. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of messages for um, that this will be a big year of transformation for me, which I'm really excited about. And I'm also getting a repeated message of that I need to let go of fear um, in addition to working on self-love. And my father, who studied A Course in Miracles, always said that the opposite of love is fear. And so I'm just really unclear of what my fear is um, and any advice on how to let go of it um, if I don't really know what it is that I'm afraid of. <laughs> okay. Well, it's interesting that as you began talking about fear, hang on, it just went blank because they gave me an answer and then it just disappeared as I started to say that. Well, I'm sure it'll come around, but by any chance, did you attend my monthly mentoring webinar uh, last Tuesday, January 4th? Oh, no, I didn't get a chance to, but I can okay. get back and look Well, happily, it. that video is now in the archives on my website. You go to SuzanneGeesman.com slash mentor and go okay. down to find the archives. The January 4th session is so much about self-love and self-criticism oh, cool. and overcoming that. So that was a huge major topic within the two-hour session. So mm -hmm. anybody might want to go there and check that out. But how to let go of fear when you don't realize you have it? We begin by asking the angels to help you with that. Mm -hmm. Ah, that's what it was. Okay, I, I told them to drop back in my mind what it was that they popped in my mind. When you first began speaking and that is great advice for everyone to regularly but never obsessively pray may my lessons be as painless as possible because <laughs> mm -hmm. you said that you right. felt like 2022 was going to be a year of transformation and transformation often comes from challenges right so mm. when we can learn to welcome this fear as an opportunity to transform, right. 
That's awesome. So the biggest key is being, I'm trying to tune into my guidance as I talk. So this guidance comes from them. Being willing to look the fear in the eye. Now you said you don't know what that fear is. I am getting cramps in my abdomen as I speak. I'm aware of that and it's not mine. So this is really fundamental fear, existential fear going right down into the, the, the uh, second chakra and the root chakra there. So the indication is that this is deep seated and that's why you don't understand it. In fact, I talk about an upcoming course in this mentoring webinar I just mentioned with Marie Manucheri, whose work I really value. She's doing a course on clearing out cellular memory. There's a link to a free event she's doing on my website, right under the banner on the homepage at SuzanneGeesman.com. I feel you would learn a lot from that, Denise, just by being able to find out, is this fear something I carried over from a past lifetime if I don't recognize what it is because your energy to me feels confident and positive Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so I can't personally right now speak a lot to the past lives I'm going to take Marie's course with everybody else and learn more about cellular memory because it fascinates me but Mm -hmm. the basic answer is be willing to Ask your guides and angels, what is the source of this? Please show it to me, reveal it to me by leading me to the right book, by giving me insights, by letting me notice when somebody says something and it snags me and I say, that's an issue I have. Set the intention that you be snagged by topics that you need to pay attention to. This applies to all of us. And your guides will just kind of catch your attention like that. Then you pull the thread by looking into it and asking your guides again, is this an issue that I need to work on? And again, as I work on it, may it be as painless as possible. But the more you look at it, you'll find yourself becoming more and more light and light filled as these fears just dissolve because fear is nothing but a temporary experience. Love is the underlying reality, connection with all that is, and it's just joyous. Boy, am I, I was led to dial in. I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, it's the first Thursday where I can call in. And I mean, all this information, your mentor class and Marie's cellular memory class, it's just, um, my guides are working hard. I've got some really awesome guides. <laughs> And this is a key point that came out in that mentoring session. It comes out in all my teaching lately that people say, but my guides aren't talking to me. But you, Denise, just hit the nail on the head. Your guides are helping you by guiding you to this radio show now. You may not have heard it as a voice, but it was that nudge and you acted on it. And that's how we work with our guides. So good for you. A hundred percent. I agree. That's that's what I'm learning is I keep thinking I'm going to hear something and then like, wait a minute, I've been guided to so many beautiful things and you primarily have been a a huge part of my transformation and my transformation in my eyes was more of my spiritual growth and that form of transformation and my mediumship and all of that. So um, it's just all a beautiful journey and uh, I'm here for it. So thank you so much for everything and I will be following your guidance and you are welcome and i love how spirit set you up for everyone else because your attitude the way you're following the nudges uh your excitement about the journey even though you're dealing with these issues there you're not allowing them to Mm -hmm. drag you down you're you're 
you were excited about taking it on. So thank you for coming on the show. Oh, so much love. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye. And to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All righty. Let's move on to our next caller, who is Sarah. Happy New Year. Hi, Suzanne. Happy New Year, Suzanne. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, I had a question about physical pain. Um, so I think just I've, I've always had a lot of neck pain, and it's gotten a lot worse in the last couple of years. And um, I think I, I just, like, have a few thoughts on it or questions. Like, it's, I feel like it steals my joy. I remember used to being able to really just relax, just, like, really relax. Um, and now I'm always, like, in a state of, like, agitation or a little anxiety because it's just always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried, like, energy healers, massage. I mean, I'm I'm pretty, pretty like, I'll try anything. And I, I guess I just, like, have a couple questions. I know we're supposed to learn lessons from these it, kinds it, of Sarah, challenges. may I interrupt you a second? Because I'm getting yeah. all kinds of insights. And if you load on a couple more questions, I'll lose what I have already. So oh, we yeah, can yeah, follow sure, up sure, here. Sure. But key point for everybody, many, many times physical pain has an underlying energetic cause. And so you look at where in the body the pain is, and it will most likely be associated with the nearest chakra, the energy center. So you have pain in your neck that's related to the fifth chakra, the throat chakra, and that has everything to do with communication and speaking your truth. This is, um, this right. is where Marie Monacherry and I are, are really in alignment about this. I've understood this for a long time. So this is a beautiful opportunity for you to ask your guides, where am I not communicating honestly, maybe with myself, maybe not standing up and communicating my truth to others in a clear and heartfelt way? And what is the energetic or underlying emotional component to this neck pain? Does that resonate with you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I have I have um, seen a few energy healers, and they they said the same. You know, some of them have said that, and then other people say it's like that 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 the throat chakra needs to be cleared out, and then it'll clear out and. Um, it's just still there. I mean, I, I'm, I'm work. I've been working on that, but um, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to ask what I learned from this. Um, but then also, just like how do you, when you're meditating and stuff, it's hard to connect. You know, like you're, you're, you know, when you're trying to get into a meditative state, and you're just like, ah, my neck hurts. <laughs> it's just like really hard to focus. So, I, I will definitely work on the, on the throat chakra clearing and the speaking my truth. Um, if you have and any actually like specific talk to the pain, Sarah, talk to it. And as a friend, okay. as a temporary visitor in the okay. vessel, the body and say, okay, what do you have to teach me? And once okay. I get that lesson, you are free to go. It may sound silly, okay. but it, <laughs> I was in fact, this came up in the, the monthly mentoring webinar. I just mentioned from January 4th that when we observe our pain from outside of it, instead of resisting it, it's stunning how it suddenly you realize it's everything is a part of you, but it's not part of you at the soul level. It's, it's a, it's an opportunity. It's a lesson. So just mine it for all it has to, to teach you. Okay. Okay. Trying to find the lesson and, and go from there. All right. Well, we've got some good clues there. And if you take that into meditation and don't focus on the pain, move your awareness elsewhere in your body 
and ask that question, I, I hold the vision that you'll get some really great insights on that particular communication issue. All right. Okay. So that'll help with the meditation as well. So like, sure will. there. Okay. 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 Thanks, Suzanne. Thank you. Bye-bye. Boy, the time goes so quickly. Let's see, we have Valerie on the line. I love that all of you are calling in. Let me write your name on a little slip here. Welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you, and thank you for all you are giving me. I just discovered you a month or so ago, and I'm growing like crazy, and I realize what you are giving of your life for all of us. So thank you for that. If I could just take a minute and give a shout out to my wonderful team of assistants, Bev and Lynette and now Valerie and couldn't do this without Ty's support. My wonderful husband who is always listening. So, Hey Ty, but we all, we all give. So thank you. How can we help you? So during the pandemic, so many people tipped over the edge of being in control. Um, Maybe they were only tangentially, maybe they were alcoholics who were functioning alcoholics. Does Sanaya have any insight into Helping an adult child who is addicted to a substance um, without being overbearing, being love. Is there anything? You, anything Who, who's the overbearing? You say without being overbearing? Right. 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 I don't yeah. want to cram God or spirituality down his throat. I raised my kids in a fundamentalist Christian cult, and he then is very averse to God. Um, so I'm trying to kind of soft soap and say, you okay. know, let God show you what it is. Right. Well, the beautiful part is you already recognize that your child's on their own path. And that's one of the hardest things for parents, right? So what helps always in any issue where we bring spirituality into it is realizing that we are all souls and human and your challenge with your son, your child, has to do at the human level. But at the soul level, you signed up for each other. So I'd like you to begin talking to your son soul to soul. And you do that through intention. You sit quietly in meditation. You shift to soul awareness. And I can hear a lot of you right now saying, I don't know what that is. What does that feel like? You already are a soul. You're aligned with the soul when you're totally calm, peaceful, trusting source, loving, And it's unconditional. So I know you feel that already. So we just shift to that soul state. And don't talk to your son's story with the addictions and all the challenges. Talk to that soul, just heart to heart and say, you know, I'm giving you and your role all the love I can possibly give and any other way that I can help. I know you're you're learning and, and evolving through these experiences of the addiction and all that, but uh, would love to be able to make your path easier in any way I can. But here's all the love in the meantime. And just staying at that above it all, observing soul, peaceful, loving role will help you. And you'll be radiating that kind of accepting unconditional love to your son who may actually, I actually see it happening, coming, come to you for advice, because it's such a welcoming, open invitation energetically. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I I have a a, a totally off off the wall or off the topic question also, but I don't want to be a piggy here. Do you have room for another question or no? Um, Let me see. Let me ask the spirit. 
They say it's a good and valuable one, so go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Who is Jesus? Virgin birth uh, died on the cross for our sins. There's so much out there. I want to understand the truth. The truth can be had in the conversation soul to soul with the great soul of the one incarnated as Jesus. Any of us can have a personal relationship with that beautiful consciousness that came to teach all of us that we are one soul, basically, one consciousness, one vibration of love. So who is Jesus is one who truly understood that, radiated that, and continues to appear and be present for those who want to understand unity consciousness. And his story helps millions in whatever way it speaks to them. So there's, there is, there are different stories that have different storylines, but all of them, when you tune into the truth of the story, carry that unity consciousness, unconditional love, compassion, and kindness that the man Jesus came to share and, of course, is still being shared now because it is an eternal message that will never die. Thank you. You're welcome. Boy, were they right that that was a good question. (laughs) And uh, thank you very much for calling. I can just tell everybody that I have had the great humbling honor of channeling Jesus. I, who never grew up in any religion, with any religion, who never expected that. There's a video on my website on the videos page called The Miracle of Christ Consciousness. And it's about a message I gave at a Unity Church once, this being Unity Online Radio. And it describes how I decided to experiment and see, could anybody converse with Jesus? And the evidence that he brought through that I was absolutely having a conversation with him took away any doubt in my mind and allowed me to learn from him personally. And he comes through often now in my meditations and is the most loving energy. It's transformative energy. And it doesn't matter what your religion is. If you want to feel that love, to know what true connection is, enter into meditation and ask that unity consciousness in whatever form is best for you, be it the person of Jesus or simply his soul's energy to come to you. And I guarantee you it's transformative. And you may also go on my YouTube channel and look at some of the Sanaya sessions where I channeled that energy. Uh, One of the, as I said, one of the greatest honors of my life. So we're going to go to a break now for the video. That'll be just barely a pause and we'll come right back. But for now, we'll be back in three and a half minutes to take more callers. So don't go away. Bye-bye.
Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Yes, indeed. Normally I'm chatting with my guests during the three and a half minutes off, but it's just me here today. So I was playing some awesome music on my iPhone, sitting here grooving and keeping the energy high. Nothing like music to align you with the higher realms. Love it. So I love that more and more people are finding my work, especially through the YouTube channel. And a lot of people say, well, where do I begin with your work? I want to guide any of you who want to know more, who want to know how to connect with higher consciousness, who want to know how to find hope and healing to go right to my homepage and scroll down just a little. There's a free book there for you called Where Do I Begin? And it has links to all of the many resources on my page and everything that I have to offer, including the daily way messages that are very inspiring. It's my greatest goal to inspire all of you to make your own connection with higher consciousness. So Barbara, you are next in the queue. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. I'm um, new to your um, website and, and teachings, but it's been a, a blessing because my son passed in August and you've really like mm-hmm. held me up. Um, I've read a couple of your books. I read Wolf's Story and uh, recently I read um, Still Right Here. So it's it's been very good and you put me in touch with helpingparentsheal.com and, and they've, the mentor, the uh, parent um, helpers have been really uh, wonderful with me. So I, I, they, I did they have, have the caring listeners. They're wonderful for anybody. Caring listeners, yes. Yeah. And, and you know, they've just been so wonderful, and, you know, somebody gets on the phone and will speak with you whenever you, you know, like have a an issue or having a bad day or whatever. So it's been very um, helpful for me. I appreciate it. Um, I had a question about exit points, okay. and I was wondering, I know that, like, the soul, you know, has an exit point, and I was wondering if it's affected by um, human like conditions of what's going on in, in the human portion of life, like if, if life gets too rough or if there's too many demands or things like that, would that affect the exit point or is it more a soul decision? Exit points are a soul decision and they're done in advance of coming into this life. And I was just, if, if you go and watch the video later when this is put online, some of you will notice a very mild little lip twitch as my guides interrupted me while you were speaking there to say, talk about exits on a highway. The, the life's plan goes in a certain direction like a highway on a map, and there may be multiple exits at which the soul can say, okay, we're going to take this one, or I'm not quite time, let's stick around a little more and take that one. So... 
they tell me right now the number of exit points varies from soul to soul and incarnation to incarnation. Uh, the guides say you can trust that there are certain times when that exit point, because of human interactions going on with that free will always being the wild card, does influence the soul to say, we're not going to take this exit point. So it's like they're giving me the imagery right now. You're going down your highway. Here comes your exit. You're fully ready to take it. And somebody cuts you off. That was right. their free will. And you can't take that exit. So you're, the soul knows and adjusts. And if you are really meant to leave now and not several years down the line at another exit point, another exit will actually open up for you in this same time period. So it's answer. always like the appropriate exit point that should have occurred. At the soul level, and we may not know what that is at our human level. It may not filter through to our human awareness. Right. Uh, okay. Barbara, I'm supposed to mention to you something special that's dangling from a rearview mirror in a car. Would your son have had something that you now have, yeah. or do you have something in your car? Yeah. To, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just, there was, yeah. There was yeah. a um, uh, one of those camera things in the car. Okay. That well, was on the rear I, I don't see those anything from mirrors too often these days. But as you started talking and you mentioned your son had just passed, I said, please give us something we can tell his mom so she knows you are still here. And that was what he showed me. So just a little kiss from heaven there to let you know he is around. Mom, you're on the right path. Just keep searching to try to find out more about my new world here. And I will be in touch with you. Okay. And he's been trying. Yes, definitely. And I'm going to come to the Helping Parents Heal um, conference in August. Most excellent. Good. Well, yes. you're, you're okay. with your, your group of kindred spirits now, and we'll all take really good care of you. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. We're going to move on to the next caller is Karen. You're on the air. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Karen. Oops. Hi. Thanks for all the hope you give to those of us in grief. Um, my question is, I've heard you say that our loved ones on the other side are doing all sorts of things like art, dance, whatever, but how can they be doing anything if they don't have a physical body? <laughs> because... I only laugh because it's such a great question. It's not a silly question. I, I, this, that's a joyous laugh because when you come to understand what their life is like, it's just awesome. The physical body is a direct reflection, emanation, projection of what is called the etheric body. And so those who've had the beautiful miracle of seeing a loved one appear before them in, objectively, like at the foot of a bed, it's not a solid body like this one that we can tap on, but it has the exact same form. So across the veil, they can carry that form. It's a, like a thought form. It's a projection of consciousness with them and they can play golf and they can ride bicycles. And as silly as it sounds, the soul enjoys carrying on the story in the astral realm and will use the body to do so. so but the great news is, you can make it any size you want. Uh, it, it will be perfectly healthy, as you say. So anybody who had infirmities or perhaps uh, was uh, very overweight, they're going to be the 
perfect weight for them, whatever they visualize and the ideal age for most souls across the veil, it ends up being about 35, but don't worry when we cross, we'll see everybody exactly as we remembered them. And then we decide how we're going to look for each other. Ah, okay. Thank you so much. I love that answer. You're welcome. And and all I can do is trust based on all the evidence the spirit world has given me that this is so, that it is so, and we'll all find out when we get over there ourselves, right? Yeah. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. That was Karen. Now we're going to move on. I need my glasses to see this tiny little writing here. Char. Okay. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Hi, Char. Okay, so thank you for everything you do. I was at monthly mentoring, and I loved it. So I definitely, it was something that spoke to me with self-love. And um, also, Marie, I'm planning on taking her class, too. So thank you. Excellent. Question about pets. So we had a chicken, a pet chicken, who passed um, suddenly from a coyote attack. And um, when I called my husband after, like, within seconds after it happened, um, he was on a hike with my son, and they immediately found a hawk feather on the trail. So, and then, like, two, three months later, we have this hawk, like a young hawk that flies around our backyard, just kind of, like, circling and landing. So, I don't know if it's me just being crazy or wanting it to be her. Do chickens or animals, do they, like, progress to the next, like, do they evolve? Do they, can they come back in that kind of form? This is such a great question. <laughs> Thanks for saying that, because I'm like, am I being, am I being crazy? <laughs> no, love is love. You love your pet. I love that. I, my dear friend, Michael Sandler has a pet rooster, you know, and it, it and yes. it's yes. beautiful. And the bottom line, the great point is, It's all source projecting itself into limitless forms. It's all God. Dogs fell backwards as God. You know, we love our pets unconditionally because they are the perfect projection of sources. Love. What is love? Absence of separation, connection. Mm. So you feel this beautiful connection with a chicken, with a dog, with a cat, with any creature that's love substitute the word god source so understanding that source has no form so it takes form as pets and as each of us Mm. it is pure consciousness each form that it takes is an expression of a less limited aspect of source that we call a soul that's why pets have souls And yes, the soul continues evolving, but it has a lineage. So a chicken's soul, one that has personality, evolves through its interaction with you. I'm being shown that you wouldn't necessarily see a chicken evolving to a hawk. But what's happening here is the same way any soul that is across the veil gets our attention. By merging its consciousness, that shared consciousness, with another soul to be used to deliver a message. So mm-hmm. consciousness at some level snagged your husband and son's attention at that moment said, pay attention to this hawk feather. Now higher consciousness 
is grabbing your attention when a hawk is flying by, whereas before you might not have even noticed it, it touches your heart and consciousness, puts into your awareness, ah, the love I had for my chicken. I remember that now, just as I'm looking at that hawk, message delivered. The soul is fine. Love never dies. We are all connected no matter what the vehicle. Mm, mm, okay. okay. I love that. I love that. Thank Great. you. Thank you for allowing me to share a message about who we all really are at our ultimate essence and why we feel a connection with nature, with creatures, with everything. It's all God. And mm. it's not separate from us. The biggest lesson we can come to learn. So thank you. All right. That was Sharn. We're going to move on now to Steve. Bring a little masculine energy to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Susan. Uh, I've been listening to you and um, understanding what you're going through. I have a couple of things to share. We we channeled Jesus on Sunday. And um, the question for you is his, his teaching, have you heard of the four levels of heaven and the real purpose that we were brought down here on earth? You know, Steve, my guides have repeatedly told me that Humans love to quantify things and to categorize things. That's the left brain side of us that likes to have categories. And we have this many chakras and we have this many dimensions. And it depends on what point of view we want to take. So from the level of consciousness, there's all one. There are no levels, no dimensions, no categories. And so I, in answer to your question in brief, no, I have not heard of those four levels And yet I'm sure they are a beautiful teaching tool. And yet I could have 10 other callers in and tell me 10 other analogies for how to understand how everything fits together. And so the teaching comes to each of us in the way that speaks to each of us perfectly. So whatever you all are channeling on Sunday was perfect for that group. You see? Yes, I just wanted to share that we have something in common. I was in the, the Navy 6971, so your husband might appreciate this. I was on the USS Richard B. Anderson. So oh. we do have a lot in common, but the thing I don't have is that spiritual, I just have faith. I've been you know, involved with this 40 years and yeah. trying to share you know, the wisdom of you know, God's here. And it's exactly what you said. Everybody has a free will, free choice. But I really think they're missing out on this. But how do you, you know, what do you what do you say to someone that's not searching? I guess that's another word. Oh, well, that's just where their soul's evolution is going. The soul is fine. They, they're just going through the human cycles. And if we were to meet up with that soul in an incarnation a few lifetimes from now, they might be searching. So when we trust that at the soul level, all is perfect. And we just honor where they are in this incarnation and know that all is well. Oh, very good. Well, I want to thank you and you keep up the fantastic job you're doing. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Stephen. Don't go away. Keep listening to the show because Ty usually listens and I'm going to ask him if he knows (laughs) Richard B. Anderson, the ship, uh, because he was serving in 1971 to come on upstairs and let me know what he knows about that ship. <laughs> yeah, and, and and just mention we always used to call it uh, roast beef again because every six days we had roast beef. So maybe he did okay. it. Okay, 
We'll see what he has to say Thank about you. that. There's usually a lag of about one minute in the show before he hears it. So we'll see if he comes <laughs> and opens the door. <laughs> what, Thank I, you, Steve. what I like to do is ma mail you something. So some reading material that I, I taped on Sunday and, and maybe, you know, we can connect somehow. Well, you can reach me through the contact page on my website. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thanks, bye Steve. Bye. Take care. And we're going to move on to Carol. I can see we're quickly running out of time and unfortunately won't get to everybody, but don't you all go away because we'll do our best. Carol, I'm putting your name on a little slip of paper. You're on the air. Wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my question is rather simple, and, and that is how important is sleep and is there a purpose for it? I mean, I'm oh. retired, so I have all kinds of time, but I get up at four in the morning so I can do some reading of spiritual material and meditate, um, which takes about three hours. And then I want to live my life because I feel like we need to do that and not spend all our time in reading and meditating and so on. Uh, but I would love to have more time in the day. Um, people who work and have kids and so on, they have even less time than I. And so my question is, I mean, according to the latest studies, given my age, I'm supposed to have seven to eight hours of sleep, but I'd really love to get by on like three or four hours and still, you know, have that much more time to pursue my spiritual studies and to... This is such life. a great question, and, Carol. And I, I'm being told by the guides, don't you worry. They said, listen to thy body, which is interesting wording. Trust your body. Everybody's going to need different amounts of sleep. How important it is, is it's a great time for the, of course, the physical body to recharge, but the soul is checking in and, and integrating everything learned during the day, talking with the spirit team while we sleep. But I have had many times when my guides have awakened me in the middle of the night, they keep me up for two or three hours and I have things to do the next day. And I simply say to them, well, then we just agree that I'm not going to suffer for this. I'm going to use this time and you're going to help me to be refreshed during the day. And it actually works. That's the anomaly. But if you are using your time wisely and you're listening to your body, don't worry about whether you're getting enough. You're doing just fine. Everybody's going to be unique. Okay. Okay, so if I go to sleep, I mean, before sleep, if I ask um, spirit to give me as much rest as possible within, say, four hours, and I get up after that, um, it, it's likely that I would function just fine. And <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, just again, listen to thy body. And if you need to sleep because you're not getting enough rest, you'll know and you'll get it. Okay, very good. Thank you Thank so much. Bye-bye. Now we have a treat because Ty did appear and he's all dressed up because we're going out to dinner. So I'm going to put him on the spot and bring mm -hmm. him on the show. Take the earbuds out so you don't get oh, confused yeah. by the okay. lag. Right. Come over here, honey. So okay. here's my Navy man. Bend down. Hi there. <laughs> get, get down as far as you can so we don't just... Oh, there okay. we go. So we have the Navy man here who was looking into Richard B. Anderson for Steve, our caller, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Uh, Richard B. Anderson, uh, whole number uh, DD-786. Uh, gearing class destroyer in Vietnam, my destroyer in Vietnam, Arnold J. Isbell, DD-869. Uh, if I remember right, uh, Richard B. Anderson had three five-inch gun mounts, twin mounts, so for six guns, 
Uh, ours had four. They had removed uh, <laughs> uh, mountain number two and put an ASRock launcher in. So uh, the very similar ships. Uh, it was more fun than you can shake a stick at, right? <laughs> Thank you, honey. Same ship. Isn't that interesting? All right. So a little Navy trivia there. That always gets him fired up. Excellent. All right. We have time for one more caller, I believe. Maybe two. So don't give up on us now. That was Carol last. And next we go to Catherine. Welcome to the show. Oh, oh, my goodness. I didn't expect this. Thank you. Um, You got it. Yeah. But you'll have to be a little quick so we don't run out of time. Okay, I um, I have a question about direction. My direction is so scattered. I have so many interests. Um, I've I've talked to you. Before. I had a reading from you about five years ago, I think, Suzanne, and I was uh, given guidance that it would be good for me to make a move to Asheville. I still have not moved. I'm still sitting in the same spot, being frustrated with myself because I keep waiting for the right sign or the right something to tell me it's time and I just seem to be kind of paralyzed. What an opportunity. And frustration is an energy that shows you that you are not following the nudges and you know that, but just make sure that there's no should in it. Should is human. Many times frustration is tied to our humans. I should have done that because that's what spirit says. So see if you can go into meditation, any of you, and discern the difference between frustration because you know you're not following your path versus you're not following your human nudges. But this is an opportunity for you to truly dive in with your guides and angels and say, "Why? what is holding me back? There's a fear underlying that, a fear of change. Just remember the spirit came here to flow, to move, to shine, to to experience all that life has to offer it. So there's some human belief system, and I always jokingly call that our human BS, that's an acronym for belief system, that's telling you that that there's something fearful about moving forward. Let me just tell you and reassure you, Catherine, that even if you never move to Asheville, you're still living your life on purpose as long as you honor this life, learn to love yourself, learn to love others. You can do that from wherever you are. But I would simply, let me tune into the guides here, son. They say, honor thyself. The greatest message. It's funny, they're speaking in thy today. Okay, they're laughing. They're saying, well, we're speaking of Jesus and we're taking you to that energy today. But number one, lighten up on yourself. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're also giving me cramps in the abdomen so we have some really existential mm-hmm. full life <laughs> lower chakra issues to take a look at some possibly some past life memories that just need to be cleared out so really i would just go to childlike wonder i wonder what's going to reveal itself in 2022 won't this be exciting when i uncover whatever's been holding me back and take little baby steps forward and enjoy every minute of this awesome ride okay all right thank you so much that feels good (laughs) i love that shift in energy so blessings to you and and just have fun with this All right. right. We actually have enough time to take Pauline's call. So let me bring Pauline in. You're on the air. 
Hi, I called in last year, and I think I won something, but I didn't know what to do. But that's not why I'm calling. That was just a little bit of it. Um, today is Epiphany. Did you mention that earlier, or I didn't know because you were talking about Jesus? And I, 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 I wouldn't know. Uh, don't I? Like I said, I really was raised with no religion. And okay, well, I'm not. I also was raised like without that. But I learned today is a special twelve days after Christmas, and it's also the Epiphany, which is I don't really know what religion that's connected to, but I think it has to do with the three kings and the journey they made to visit. The Maybe that's why I'm speaking in vibe. But we're quickly running out of time. So, what is your question, Pauline? Um, I actually wanted to know more about Sonia, but I guess I could look on your YouTube page and look her up, look you up, and to find out what you explained about about her. Because I think I asked the question, but I don't remember your answer. All right. Um, well, I'm going to just answer that question and wrap up the show. Sonia, I first okay. mentioned them in my book, Messages of Hope. They came through to me in meditation. They said, "We are a collective consciousness of your guides," and boy, were they powerful. And they said, you will write and write and write as Sanaya. And to this date, we have over 4,000 daily messages from Sanaya that speak to everyone and exactly what they need to hear. And you can all find those messages at dailyway.org. Also right on my website and my Facebook page. I get them channeled from Sanaya each morning. And they have a beautiful masculine and feminine energy that I know will speak to everyone. That little alarm right there, and I thank you for calling, Pauline, was my symbol, my signal to draw a name before I forget because we're going to run out of time. So I'm shuffling the cards. I took Pauline out of the running since she already won. Pauline, by the way, you can go to the contact page and reach out to my assistant and say, hey, I won a course. How do I claim it? And so whoever's name I pull now can do the same thing. And it's Catherine. You won the prize today. So again, go to the contact page and choice of any one of my three online courses that I mentioned earlier. So let's get back to Sanaya. Yeah, I'm so honored to have them sharing with all of us. But our main goal, Sanaya's and mine, is to show you that all of you have your own team of guides and you can tap into their consciousness daily. Why don't you begin by going to YouTube and look up my name and sip of the divine. It's a very brief three-minute practice that anybody can do, no excuses about not having the time, and learn how to connect to higher consciousness yourself. That's the great way to begin the journey, a great way to set your commitment to letting your soul shine. I hope you've really enjoyed this show as much as I have. I love connecting with all of you personally and look forward to doing it again the first of the month next time. Everybody have a great month and I'll see you back here next week with a very special guest. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. 
I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.